The Kutu Sikha is Chelek Yudzayin, the Sikha of Kedoshim Dalid, Lilu Nishmas Rav Yosef Binyamin Ben Rav Nasha Kaltman. A fascinating Sikha, an amazing Chiddush the Rebbe is going to teach us. The topic of the Sikha is going to be, is a cotton, is a minor ever obligated in a mitzvah? Can we ever say that although he is not uh, fully intellectually mature as he would be at the age of 13, can we still put a chiyuv, an obligation upon him? And the uh, foundation of the Sikha is going to be in the din of Shifcha Harufa. Shifcha Harufa is a Shifcha, a non-Jewish maidservant that was owned by two partners and one of them released her. So she is partially Shifcha and partially Jew. And therefore the only person that she could really marry is an Eved Ivri because an Eved Ivri is allowed to marry a Jew or a Shifcha. Uh, and in this case, Shifcha Harufa means the, the din is, is that if a, another person, not the Evadivri, but another male had relations with her, uh, despite the fact that she's engaged to the Evadivri, so she has to bring Malchus, she has to receive Malchus, and he brings a carbon asham known as Asham Shifcha Harufa. So there's a halacha in the Rambam, and again, some din from Shifcha Harufa, pask in the Rambam. The Rambam, and this din of Shifcha Harufa, the Rambam has the following halacha. If the male that had relations with her was a nine-year-old, now nine-year-old means that he's under bar mitzvah, so he's not really obligated in mitzvahs, but halacha tells us that from the age of nine, if he has relations, it has a halacha consequence. It's considered a relations. So he had relations with this shivcha uh, harufa. Says the Rambam, he loikev who may be karban. She receives Malchus, and he brings the carbon. On the condition that she was an adult, and that she had previously had relations, she was not a virgin, and that she had consented to this relationship. As the Ramam said a couple of halachas earlier, that these things, that these conditions are necessary in order for the uh, obligations of Karbanus or Malchus to apply in a case of a Shifcha Harufa. The Ramam explains, The man or the male is not chayiv, a carbon, is not obligated to bring a carbon asham unless it's a case where she is chayiv malchus. Because it says, Bikoires literally means an inquiry or an investigation. But Chazal teach us that it means Malchus, that she, that an investigation happens, and then she receives Malchus, and then the next passage says, So if she's Bikaitistia, if she receives Malchus, then he brings carbon Asham. And in this case, the Ramam holds that even though he's not yet a Bar Mitzvah, nevertheless, he is obligated to bring a carbon Asham. And the Ravid is Masik, and the Ravid, as he often does, uh, argues with the Rambam, Zeshibush. This is a mistake. Nor do we find that we can punish a child, a minor. And this carbon is considered a punishment, a penalty. And then the David says more than that. Not only is he not obligated to bring a carbon, because he's a cotton, now she too is potter, is exempt from the malchus. Because the two are equated, are compared one to another. And this one says in the Gemara in Krisis. In the Gemara in Krisis in Dafid Aleph, the Gemara says that from the fact that it says, this teaches us that he only gets, he only has to bring a carbon when she gets Malchus. 
So that according to the Raivid, it goes both ways. The Rambam seems to go only one way. But according to the Raivid, it goes both ways. Just like if she, she has to be, be high of Malchus in order for him to be high of a carbon, he has to be high of a carbon in order for her to be high of Malchus. They both have to, they, in other words, they both have to be high of in order for them both to have to bring the carbon or the Mal, or receive the Malchus. So the Raivid says he doesn't get Malchus. He, sorry, he doesn't bring a carbon because he's not old enough to be obligated in a carbon, and therefore she does not receive Malchus. So the Ravid is arguing with the Rambam. And the, and the Ravid has a very good question. How can you punish a child? So the Ravid brings two biurim or three biurim from the Noise Klia Rambam, from the commentators on the Rambam. The Magid Mishnah Zokt, as the Rambam learned, as a Kail Tali Beisha, the Rambam holds that in case of the Shifcha Harufa, it all depends on the state or the status of the woman. Shatiya Bas Einshen, as long as she is old enough to, of, to be of punishable age. But it doesn't matter what his age is. And this is what the Gemara says in Krisis. If the woman receives Malchus, the man brings a carbon. If the woman does not receive Malchus, then the man doesn't bring a carbon. And now the Magid Mishnah explains. But the Gemara doesn't say the other way, that if he doesn't receive a carbon, she doesn't get Malchus. So from this we learn that it is her situation that is the deciding factor over whether this is considered a case of Shifcha Harufa. And this can also be learned from the Pasuk. She receives her Malkis and then he brings the Karben Hashem. So it's Mashma from the Pasuk that if there was no Malkis here, then he doesn't have to bring a carbon. But there's no implication that if he can't bring a carbon, she doesn't get Malchus. So therefore, both from the Gemara in Christus and from the Pasik itself, it seems that she, her situation, is the deciding factor. So now, if that's what the Ramam holds, that everything is dependent upon her. And she is receiving Malchus in this case because she's a Gedoyla and she consented, etc. Their fire is who may be carbon. Therefore, he brings a carbon. In other words, the Magen Mishnah is saying that whenever she receives Malchus, a carbon has to be brought. And it doesn't matter what the age of the person is. Even if they're not yet uh, an adult, a carbon has to be brought, and therefore the male has to bring the carbon. Says the Rebbe, this explanation still needs, this answer still needs an explanation. Hey, has a kill Tolly It's true that it's all uh, dependent upon her, upon her situation. How could you, it doesn't answer the question, how you can obligate a child on something. This same halacha that Rama brings in Hilchas Shigogus, and the Ravid argues over there as well. And here is the, uh, the, the quote from the Ravid in Shagagis. Even if you're going to say that the man is the male is dependent on the woman. But the woman is not dependent on the man or the male. Where, what is your source that you should be able to obligate a cotton because of the woman? You can say that a kotali biisha. But then you get stuck. The cotton is a cotton. What can you do? So the David is ready to accept this idea that Aish nitla biisha, that the 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 man is dependent on the woman. But that's only if he's an adult. If he's a child, how could you be mechayev? How could you obligate a child? 
So in other words, this, the, the Maggid Mishnah's answer leaves us unsatisfied. The Radvaz and the Rambam says that the reason the Rambam holds that the, the child, the minor, brings a carbon is because in this case it's a kapara, it's an atonement, it's not a punishment. You can't penalize a minor, but you could tell him that he needs he needs kapara. Even though he's not uh, of punishable age. But nevertheless, he needs a kapara. Is maspik? This doesn't either suffice. Why only by shifcha charufa do we find that the child needs a carbon? You don't find in any other in any of the other avedas for which you are obligated to bring a carbon, which in some of those cases the carbonists are kapara, and nevertheless nowhere else do we see that a child, that a minor, has to bring a carbon for kapara. So even according to the Radvaz, it doesn't explain why only by Shifra Kharufa is the minor in this case obligated and uh, or, or does he need a kapara in atonement? The Lecha Mishnah The Lecha Mishnah, also a commentator on the Rambam, says, "As the Mokra does the Rambam is from Teiras Kern, Afen Pasuk Ish Pratel Cotton. The the way it starts, the way the Pasuk of Sifra Charufa starts, the Ish. So the so the Teiras Kern says Ish Pratel Cotton. The fact that it says an Ish, this excludes a minor. Does that mean to include?" Also, to exclude, I'm sorry, also a, a, a minor over the age of nine. From the fact that it says V'ish, this includes the minor from the age of nine. So under the age of nine is excluded. Above the age of nine is included. The Ravid holds. Why does the Ravid not use this limud? Because the Ravid holds as mifar klayach zayin etzum sveitin. Umbesazayin if one says a cotton or a ktana zayin be the potter. Like we said earlier, the Ravid holds that if either of them are a cotton or a ktana, they both become potter. But the Rambam doesn't hold that makshula adadi, and therefore, once the child is over the age of nine, he is included in the word veish, and therefore he has to bring a carbon. But it does not understand. Says the Rebbe, this too has to be understood. What would be the reason, according to the Teres Kainim, that specifically by Shifcha Harufa is there a limud to include a nine-year-old in the obligation of the carbon, and not by any of the other illicit relationships, which also by them, the Torah tells us that from the age of nine, the bia, the, the, the relation, the act is consequential. And nevertheless, we don't find it in any other of the illicit relationships that a nine-year-old is obligated in a carbon. As if them is not in time. No, it says Akzeris Akasov. So you might want to say that there's no reason to This is Akzeris Akasov. The Pasik the Taylor decided in this case. It says, Glad that Zaganas Dodder by Azvara. Why would I say that there's no reason if I could find a reason for it? So, so basically, we're back to our original question. Why does the Rambam hold, or how does the Rambam hold, that a cotton, that a minor, is obligated in a carbon if he is still a minor and he's not yet uh, uh, of the age? of bar mitzvah where he's obligated in mitzvahs and liable for his deeds.
In Sif Beis, the Rebbe is going to bring two more examples from the Rambam, where the Rambam includes a cotton, a minor, in the obligation of certain mitzvahs. Beis, Achiyuv Korban. When al mitzvah, the fact that it, what a cotton, a minor, would be obligated in a carbon or in a mitzvah is found in other places in Rambam. So this is not, Shifcha Harufa is not the exclusive uh, uh, example. There are other examples. In Umihem, in Hilchas Karben Pesach, Pask in the Rambam, in the Hilchas of Karben Pesach, the Rambam says like this, Gershon is Gair bin Pesach, Rishon of Pesach Sheni. A Gair that accepted Yiddishkeit between the first Pesach and the second Pesach. Or a minor that became an adult, became 13 years old, between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. They are obligated to make a, to make a second carbon Pesach. Because uh, to make a Pesach, a carbon Pesach, a Pesach Sheni. Because since in Pesach Rishon they weren't Mechoyev yet, so they didn't bring it. So now they have to bring one a Pesach Sheni. But in the case of the Katam, that became a godl, that became an adult after Pesach Rishon, before Pesach Sheni, if they shechted for him on Pesach Rishon, pottery is potter. Which means that when it comes to the carbon Pesach, the way it was done was they would make a chabura, a group, and in the group they would, uh, 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 the individual members of the group would, uh, would join the group by name so to speak. In other words, each person that joined the group would join the group as a member of the group. So if this child, if this minor, this, this almost bar mitzvah boy was a member of the group, then he was yaitzah then, and he does not have to bring a carbon Pesach Sheni. Is a cotton obligated and therefore exempt? If he was obligated the first pay, from the first Pesach, then when he, when he brings it, when he's part of the group, he's exempted. But if he was never obligated in the first place, how can you exempt him from it? In the Kesef Mishnah says like this, V'chasav ha'ri kurkuzal, the ri kurkuz says as follows, T'kibin d'rachman ha'ravgi l'katun, sh'yishcha tu'alav v'maman ha'noisoy, since the Torah included the cotton and said you can make him a member of the group, niftru b'kach m'nasheni, therefore he becomes potter from the second Pesach. Since the first Pesach he was at the end, at, at that point he was still a cotton, he was still a minor. How, how does it help the fact that someone else had the obligation and had him in mind? How does it apply to the time when he becomes obligated? Which is a Pesach Sheni. Now, now he's a Godel, now he's fully obligated. So how does the fact that someone else did their mitzvah and included him, had him in mind, how does that help? In other words, from we see from the Rambam that even though he was a cotton, the way that Rikurkus explains, even though he was a cotton, nevertheless he has a chiyuv. Otherwise he wouldn't become potter Pesach Sheni. And the question becomes, like we're asking till now, how do you, how do you give a, a cotton a chiyuv? How do you put an obligation upon a minor? We find even more than this in the Rambam Zogd, if the person was not taught by his father, has an obligation to teach themselves Yakir from when he has a recognition of it or an awareness of it. It's possible to understand from here that there's an obligation on the cotton to learn Torah. 
From them, because the Ramam is like the Lashon Bilti Ragil Kishayakir Nid Kishayagdil, because the Ramam uses an uncommon term, Kishayakir, when he'll become aware, not Kishayagdil when he becomes an adult, is Mashma as a Chiv al Dimudaf in cotton, is Donach Ederevet Agodl. It's not the Chiv doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't come upon him, doesn't uh, apply to him when he becomes a Godl Kishayagdil earlier than Kishayakir. As soon as he has the awareness, the ability to learn Torah and the recognition that his father is not teaching him, he has a Chiv. Is in them noch schwerer zu verstehen. So this is even more. Made by the carbon Pesach. The father is doing it, and the father is doing it having the child in mind. Here you're saying that the father is not teaching the child Tera, and, and nevertheless, the child, 11 years old, 12 years old, is, has a of an obligation to learn Tera. How could you put an obligation on a child? So, so you have. Now, three examples where we see in the Rambam uh, obligation on the child. The Shifra for the child has been a carbon asham by carbon Pesach. The child could partake and be yoytze his mitzvah in the first Pesach, which means that he obviously has a chiyuv on it and the chiyuv of learning Torah. So in Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to introduce the, uh, the uh, idea of chinuch and ask the, and discuss, bring a machlekes whether the mitzvah of chinuch, the mitzvah that a child should do something and to train themselves to do to do so properly by the time they become uh, an adult is this mitzvah on the father or on the child and the Rebbe is going to prove that according to the Ramam this mitzvah is on the child which takes us to another step to see that there is an obligation on the child to do this mitzvah to explain all of this we have to first introduce an even greater chiddush when it comes to the obligation of mitzvahs for a minor. It's known there's a machlekes with regards to the mitzvahs that a minor that it does because of the obligation of chinuch of, of, of education. In other words, there's a mitzvah that the child should be educated even before he becomes bar mitzvah. He should start doing certain mitzvahs so that way he should learn how to do them and know how to do them properly. So that's Rashi Ramban. As the as the midrabon on chinuch mitzvahs, it's an elav mitzvah the day from cotton el davua. These mitzvahs that 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 the cotton is doing as chinuch is not a mitzvah of the cotton; it's a mitzvah on the father. The iul lemechayiv mitzvahs call iker. The child is not mechayiv at all. Uba meila cannot cotton it mitzvahs on a godl and birchas amazim keitz bazer. I feel when their godl is in them mechayiv nor midrabon, and therefore. A cotton, a minor, cannot fulfill the obligation, let's say, of Birchas Amazon for a Godel, even if the Ichir was only Midrabonon. Let's just explain that. Generally speaking, if if I have a mitzvah and you have a mitzvah, I could be made to you in certain mitzvahs, I could be made to you by doing the mitzvah for you. So I bench for you, I say Birchas Amazon for you, and I have you in mind, you get to your mitzvah. Now, if the cotton is not Mechoyev, then the cotton cannot be made to another person in their mitzvah. And even if the person is only mechuyiv midirabonon. Let's say he didn't need enough to be mechuyiv midiraisa, so he's only obligated midirabonon. And the child has a chiyuv chinuch midirabonon. Still, he can't be made to the other person because the chiyuv is not the child's, the chiyuv is the father's. That's a tesis for Aran. On the other hand, the tesis on the Aran hold, as a cotton shegi ala chinuch, he's mechuyiv midirabonon. That a cotton is considered obligated. 
When the river cannot make his own godly and therefore he could be might see another person if it's the rabbanon. At the end of the day, it's still the rabbanon. A, a, a cotton is not a chuyiv midayraisa. It's only the chuyiv of mitzvah of chinuch, which is midayrabbanon. So therefore he could be might see someone only if they have an equal chuyiv. So if that other person's chuyiv is the rabbanon, but if that other person's, other person's chuyiv is the rabbanon, the cotton could be might see him according to Tesis and the Ran because he himself, the cotton himself, is mechuyiv. So this is a machalik yisushayin. What does the Rambam hold? But then was the Rambam passing ben mevarech la'aviv. From the fact that the Rambam says that a ben could a son could bench for his father, his mukach has a ra'altas in dichinuch mitzvahs as their katan mechayiv and the rabbanon, which is nit no rachiyuv la'av. It's obvious that the Rambam holds like a tesis on the ran that there is an obligation on the child, and therefore the child could have could, could fulfill the mitzvah for his father. When azayzich masmer v'lashon the Rambam v'kamav kaimis and many other places in the Rambam, there seems to be an obligation on the child, and the Rebbe brings a series of examples. Any child that knows how to uh, put on tzitzis and has an obligation to wear tzitzis so that he gets trained properly in doing mitzvahs. In Ilkhaz Brachis, it says, Aktanim Chayovim Bibrikas Amozen. Midivre Seferim, Kilachan Kama Mitzvahs. Ktanim are obligated in benching Midirabonim. In Ilkhaz Sukkah, Kotchen is Orchali, Mechayov Sukkah, Midivre Seferim, Kilachan Kama Mitzvahs. In regards to Sukkah, the Ramam says that a cotton that does not need his mother, meaning to say he can go into the Sukkah without his mother, is obligated to go into the Sukkah in Midivre Seferim. But then I have a Lulu of Kotna de la Nanea Chayov, Lulu Midivre Seferim, Kilachan Kama Mitzvahs. In regards to Lulu, a cotton that knows how to shake the Lulu is obligated in Lulu. And even and so too over here, the same question that we've been asking all along, how can you obligate a cotton? The same question applies here. How can you place an obligation on a cotton who is not intellectually mature enough to be able to carry obligations? As the Gemara says, can you obligate a child with a, in, in, in a tone of a question? Doesn't make any sense. See if Dalid, the Rebbe is going to begin the beer of what does it mean and how is it possible for there to be a chiv on a cotton. And the Rebbe is going to create a fascinating comparison between things or people that are needed for a mitzvah. In other words, in order to do a mitzvah, I need something or I need a person to help me do this mitzvah. And thus, the mitzvah extends to them. I'm going to use the same thing with regards to chinuch and other things that the cotton becomes a necessary component in the mitzvah and therefore becomes a mechuyiv. And let's take this one step at a time. We could say, to explain this, this is a general approach of the Rambam in various different places. Let us preface. We've discussed this numerous times. When the Torah commands us to do a certain mitzvah, but its fulfillment is dependent on a previous action, then the previous action, the previous act, receives some level of importance as an extension of the mitzvah itself. And since this act 
is necessary because without it the mitzvah can't be done. Is this kiilu vitzozam mitn tzivu yavder mitzvah hati teira eich angizaptav der puula? So it's as if when the teira says to do this mitzvah, the teira also commanded us to do the necessary prerequisite action in order for the mitzvah to be done, and therefore it's part of the mitzvah. We had this ba'arucha, uh, actually a sicha of achrei echelik yuzayin. With regards to Zdenis Nasalei Kizachias, that the uh, that the Zdenis are like a machshire mitzvah, they're like a prep, they're like a, a necessary prerequisite to the Zachias and therefore uh, to the mitzvah that's being done, and therefore they become part of the mitzvah. But let's not uh, confuse two topics. So the idea is is that if you need a if you need a certain action that is necessary in order to do the mitzvah, then that first action, though it's not a mitzvah is considered like it is a mitzvah or an extension of the mitzvah because it's needed for the mitzvah. We close those together for machshiri mitzvah. Generally speaking, this would go. The, this is the category of machshiri mitzvah, tools for a mitzvah, preparations for a mitzvah. One of the classic classic examples for this is that bris uh, mila, if it's on the eighth day, is deicha shabbos. It overrides shabbos. So now, if a person needs a knife to prepare a knife in order to do the bris mila, according to Rebbe Lezer, a person is allowed to do that on shabbos. Uh, in other words, bris. To inflict a wound is usher on Shabbos. But for bris, it's allowed. So bris overrides Shabbos. Says Rebbe Lezer that also the preparation of the knife or bringing the knife in the Shusarabim is a necessary act in order to do this mitzvah. And therefore it's Deich Shabbos. Therefore it too overrides Shabbos even though it's not, in a, in a sense, it's not, a, it's not part of the mitzvah. Even more than that is in the Yerushalmi. According to the Yerushalmi, when you build the sukkah or you prepare the luluv, you can make a bracha on it. You make a bracha on it. Not only is it a part of the mitzvah, you can make a separate bracha for it. And the Rebbe brings in the order that even according to the Bavli, that you don't make a bracha, the Bavli agrees that it's a mitzvah. Building a sukkah is a mitzvah because you can't be in the sukkah without building the sukkah. Preparing the lulav is a mitzvah. Now, that's, so that, this is point number one, that there are certain pu'ulis, uh, actions, that are necessary for the fulfillment of a mitzvah, and therefore they become an extension of the mitzvah. Now that I've added to this, all the reason as a main we get from the mitzvah talk to chiber, oh, talk to chiber. Or if an and the zachlas lechak for the mitzvah, this idea that the mitzvah carries over onto something that is necessary for the mitzvah, kefint men nit nor ba'a pula is found not just by an act. Canal nor oichin that it's tarfus for mention when you get to the mitzvahs. Also, if you have to join in another person to your fulfillment of a teru mitzvahs. Ulo dugma the din in nuchas talmatayda. For example, the din as misha'i after the limit of somebody can't learn, doesn't have the ability to learn. Yasvik lachedim alimdim. He should provide sustenance, provide support to others that are learning. Vitechashiv loyki the limit batsmi, and then it'll be considered as if he himself is learning. Because since, in order for that other person to learn, he needs the support from this person, this person becomes part of that person's mitzvah, and it's as if he himself, the supporter, is learning Torah. We'll find another example with regards to women, which is, in a sense, similar to the idea of Heksher Mitzvah. The Ran brings that a woman, although a woman is not obligated in the mitzvah of pru of procreation, 
The husband, the man, has a mitzvah to bring children into this world. And since he needs the wife to be able to bring children into this world, so she has a mitzvah as well. Since the husband needs the wife in order to fulfill this mitzvah, therefore she also has a mitzvah. And even another case where it's not absolutely necessary for the wife to partake in the act in order for him to do the mitzvah. If it's a different type of mitzvah where she's not absolutely needed there, but she could to take part in the mitzvah, in the act that's leading to the mitzvah, but a different thing where she can just help so the Rebbe brings another example. The woman who's helping her husband or her son learn Torah. Now a woman does not have a chiv of Talmud Torah like the husband and the, and the son. But if she helps them in their learning, then she divides, she receives the schar together with them. And she gets a great schar, a great reward. Because they are doing it, they're missing because of her. Since in this case, they are doing their mitzvah with her help. She receives a reward in their mitzvah. So we have, we have, so you have the idea of machshire mitzvah, that an act that's necessary, a, 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 an action that's necessary, such as building a sukkah or, or, uh, or bringing a knife or a bris, becomes a mitzvah because it's needed for the mitzvah. Then we have more than that, the people that play a role in facilitating the mitzvah of, the, of another are also part of the mitzvah. For example, supporting someone financially who, uh, so you could learn Torah, or a woman who, who is there for her husband, with her husband, to fulfill the mitzvah of having children, or the woman who's supporting her husband uh, and her son uh, to, to learn Torah, that they receive the mitzvah, they have a mitzvah, and they receive schar because they are assisting in the mitzvah. This by itself is already a fascinating concept that a mitzvah extends outside of its immediate parameters to those actions or those people that are helping facilitate this mitzvah. In Sif Hey, the Rebbe is going to apply this to the idea of chinuch, but he's going to say when it comes to chinuch, it is much more than that. Because in the other mitzvahs, say the building of the sukkah. So the mitzvah is to eat in the sukkah, to sit in the sukkah, to be in the sukkah. The building the sukkah is not actually the mitzvah. But when it comes to chinuch, what is the chinuch? That the child should do the very mitzvah. It's not a prerequisite act. It's an actual act of a mitzvah just being done by a cotton. So it's a much, much deeper level than that. It's not just he's doing something that leads to a mitzvah. He is doing the mitzvah itself. In all of the above, when we talk about the, the, the tools or the, or the prerequisites for a mitzvah, or when we talk about the making a bracha on a mitzvah, like the Rishalmi says, the fact that we are dependent on the preparation for the mitzvah or the preparation of the luliv, or to the woman's participation in procreation, is the mitzvah. 
This means that in actuality, the mitzvah was done because of the previous action or because of the help of the other person. So the mitzvah extends itself to the, this other action or this other person because they're necessary for it to be done. But they don't actually have part of the actual mitzvah. The woman is not obligated in procreation and, and building a sukkah is not the mitzvah of basukah teishvu. And therefore... They don't really become part of the very mitzvah itself. The bracha is lasis luluv, asiya nitnatila. According to the Yerushalmi, if you make a bracha, I'm, making, I'm preparing a luluv, it's not al natila's luluv, but lasis luluv, which is a separate thing than the natila. The gamadivri aran yeshla mitzvah stam, as is nitmuchrechados is the gather mitzvah's piri yavarivia from ish. The Ran says she has a mitzvah. He doesn't say she has a mitzvah of piri yavarivia like the husband. In other words, what we're saying is, is that the, the, the mitzvah is theirs, and they have a mitzvah, and they have schar, but it's not the very same mitzvah that is, being, that is the actual mitzvah. But if we to go on an even higher level, is when we're talking about, for example, mitzvah of chinuch. The shaykhs, the ishtatvus from cotton in their mitzvah chinuch. So let's first understand this idea, that in order for the father to do a mitzvah of chinuch, he needs a child. The child is a necessary uh, uh, component in the father's mitzvah. If a person doesn't have a child, then he can't do the mitzvah of chinuch, of chinuch of his children. But now, when, when you say that the child is participating in the mitzvah of the father, it's not just that without the child, the father can't do his mitzvah of chinuch. Nor oich was das is the mitzvah. What is the chinuch that the child should do the entire mitzvah, the actual mitzvah, the in being in the sukkah, etc., etc. And therefore, what you could say is even that, according to the Tesis and the Ran and the Rambam that say that the chiyuv is on the child. It's possible to say that the chi was not on the child, it was on the father. But since the whole mitzvah is that the father should train the child to do this mitzvah, so now the child, as an extension of the mitzvah, becomes obligated in this mitzvah because that's how his father could fulfill his mitzvah of chinuch. And therefore, the, just like the, the, the woman is, has a mitzvah because she's needed for the mitzvah of Piri Yavirivya, so too the son is considered obligated, the child is considered obligated because he's needed for the mitzvah of Chinuch. And not only is he a, 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 an extra component, the whole mitzvah is, whatever, whatever mitzvah is, let's say tzitzis. The, child is being, the, the father has to be mechanach, the child to put on tzitzis. So, so first of all, you need a child. So that he can do the mitzvah. But what is he going to do? He's going to put on tzitzah just like his father. He's going to fulfill the, the exact mitzvah that the father has. And therefore, to call the kid mechuyiv makes sense. Because the kid is mechuyiv as a component of his father's mitzvah. 
Let's say this in other words. Since the father is obligated to educate his child to do this mitzvah, since the fact that the child is obligated is because of an obligation that belongs to the father, but nevertheless, what's happening in the end? The child is doing the full-fledged mitzvah because of his father's obligation, and therefore the child's considered mechuyev because A, he's a necessary component of the mitzvah and B, he's doing the entire mitzvah not just a prerequisite but the actual mitzvah itself. So much so that he could actually do the mitzvah for someone else if they have an equal chiyov. Sorry, let's, let's stop a second. Period. This is an incredible idea. That the cotton, the chiyuv of the cotton, you can't be mechay the cotton uh, uh, independently because the cotton is, is 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 not old enough, not independently uh, mature enough to do to, to be obligated. But if you see the cotton as a component of his father's mitzvah, especially in the case of chinuch where the child is actually replicating the actual mitzvah, not just assisting to the mitzvah, then the child is mechuyu. The child is obligated not as uh, not as his own, but as a component of his father's mitzvah. But since the father needs him, therefore he becomes a mechuyiv. And a full-fledged mechuyiv because the chiyiv is expressed in the fact that he replicates the actual mitzvah. In Sivav, the Rebbe is going to bring another example to this. When you see someone that is an, a person that is not in, 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 inherently mechuyiv, obligated in a mitzvah, but because they are part of someone else's mitzvah, they then become obligated in this mitzvah. We're going to find the same concept in a mitzvah. And here in Sifav, the Rebbe brings an example to a mitzvah where you see one person becoming a mechuyiv because of the obligation of another person. And we're going to learn an Indian here. We're going to sort of veer off for a second and we're going to get right back on track to the to understand uh, this example. There's a mitzvah in a Torah to rejoice on a yontif, on a festival. So Abaya says in the Gemara that a, a woman has to be made happy by her husband. Comes yontif, the husband has an obligation to bring simcha to his wife. Rashi says, how do you make the woman happy? In Bavel, this was done through fancy clothing. So Tesis asks a question from the Gemara in Chagiga. Gemara in Chagiga says like this. Says that a cotton, a miner, is not obligated to go up to Yerushalayim to fulfill the mitzvah of Re'iyah, the mitzvah of Aliyah Lerego. So what age is considered a cotton that he does not have to uh, uh, go up to Yerushalayim? So the Gemara says that if the child is not old enough to be able to go up with his father from Yerushalayim to the Harabayas, then he's potter because the father has to go. And if the kid can't go with him, if the kid's not old enough to go with him, then the father's not able to go. So the Gemara says, how did the kid get to Yerushalayim? If the kid is so young, how did the kid get to Yerushalayim? You're telling me that, that, that if the father can, can, can take him from Yerushalayim to the Harabayis, that's considered old enough. And if not, he's not old enough. 
How did he get to Yerushalayim in the first place? So the Gemara answers that his mother brought him to Yerushalayim. His mother was obligated in Simcha of Yantif. And, and, and the way Simcha Yantif is done is through the, the Shlamim, through the Shalmi Simcha. So therefore the mother came to Yerushalayim with a child. And now the question is, is he old enough to go with his father from Yerushalayim to the Arabais? Mashma, so Tesis now, now brings out his question. Mashma says, Kuka Lalis Mishum Shalmi Simcha. So it's Masper from this Gemara in Chagiga that the woman has an obligation to go up to Yerushalayim in order to take part in the, in the carbon shlamim in the Simcha of Yantif. So why is the Gemara saying, why is Rashi saying that you're bringing, that, that, that it's done through clothing, through other, uh, through other things? The Chayr of the Gemara in Chagiga is Masma that she has to come up to Yerushalayim. And the Simcha is done, is done by going up to Yerushalayim. Um, Mefadish Rabbeinu Tam. So Rabbeinu Tam answers, Baila Misamcha that Baila Misamcha means that it's true that she has to go to Yerushalayim. She has to go to Yerushalayim to take part in the Simcha. But the Chiyuv of her Simcha in Yerushalayim is on the husband. And the fact that the Gemara Chagiga says that the mother is Mechoyev. She's Mechoyev because her husband has a Chiyuv to be Misameach her. And he's going up to Yerushalayim. So she has to go to Yerushalayim with him so he, that way he can be Misameach her. So in other words, the, 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 I might have said the question uh, 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 wrong. It was not on Rashi. The question was on the Gemara. According to Rashi that says, Here it says, And the Gemara in Chagig is Mashma that is, the Chiyuv is on herself. So she has to go up to Yerushalayim. So, that, so the Gemara answers, no, she has to go to Yerushalayim because she has to be, be there so that her husband could fulfill his mitzvah to be Misameach. That even though the woman herself does not have an obligation to, to, of Simcha uh, through the Shalmi Simcha, through the, the Karbonis in Yerushalayim, since the husband has a mitzvah to, re, to make his wife happy, so her Simcha is considered a mitzvah. And uh, it's so much so that the Gemara says she is obligated in the, to go up to Yerushalayim for the Simcha. Much more than what the Ran says with regards to procreation, that she has a mitzvah. It doesn't say she has a chiv, an obligation. It says she has a mitzvah. Here, the Gemara in Chagiga says, She's obligated. Why is she obligated? So because she has to be there so that we, her husband should be Misamayachar. So here, what you have over here is an example of a person that becomes chayiv in something, just like we said about the cotton before, with regards to chinuch, that the cotton becomes chayiv because it's his father's chayiv to be mechanechim. Therefore, the cotton gets the chayiv as part of that mitzvah. Here, you, that's a derabonon. Chinuch is a mitzvah derabonon. Here you have a mitzvah deraisa simcha beregam, that the woman has a chayiv to go up to Yerushalayim because the husband needs her to be to fulfill his mitzvah to be mesameacher. Now that we understand this concept, this this idea that one person could become mechoyev in something because they are part of someone else's mitzvah, and yet and because of that they become entirely obligated because they're part of the other person's mitzvah, now we can go back to the mitzvah of mitzvah's Talmud Torah that we said earlier, that Tzemach Sadek says, that according to the Rambam, from the fact that he uses the words Misha Yakir, implies that, he, that the, uh, 
that the child is mechuyev in learning Torah. Earlier we quoted one line. Here there's a longer quote from the Tzemach Tzedek. Even the Talmud Torah lay down in the Shar Mitzvahs. There's a difference between learning Torah and other mitzvahs. The Bishar mitzvahs ain't not of mechuyev l'chanech b'noi medayr. I said, "Let me do this safely." Any other mitzvah, tzitzis, tzukeh, lulav, the, the 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 mitzvah for a father to, to train his child to be mechanech his child is midir abonim. Avu b'talmud Torah mechuyev av midayr. I said, "Lulav midas b'noi midayr." I the father has a chiyuv to teach his child b'shinantam levanacha. The father has a chiyuv. So based on that, that might imply that the cotton has an obligation According to what we just learned with regards to the mitzvah of Shalmi Simcha, with regards to the mitzvah of Chinuch. Since the learning of the child is a chiyuv deiraisa on the father, the learning of the child becomes an obligation. If the father didn't do his obligation to teach the child, the obligation remains. This child has to learn Torah. And if the father doesn't do his job, the, 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 the chiyuv remains on the child. Once we understand this concept, that one person becomes obligated because they're part of another person's mitzvah, and once we took that from a derabonon to a deraisa, so now when it comes to limut ha-toira, it's not just a yin of chinuch. When it came to the chinuch, with that we explain in Sivay. In, in this here, in these last two paragraphs of Sivav, he's saying more than that. He says the, the mitzvah of learning Torah, which is an obligation of Chinuch, but midda on the father. Therefore, therefore the, the Chiyuv is that this child should learn Torah. And if the father doesn't do his job, the Chiyuv remains upon who? And whoever is left, which is the child himself. And this is why Tzedek learns in the in the Rambam from the word Mishayakir that there's a chiyuv on the child to start learning Torah because once the Torah gave the father the chiyuv to teach this child Torah that chiyuv falls on the father of course but if the father doesn't do it it falls on the child. From this we're going to go to Karim Pesach. Now we're going backwards through to, to, to all the all the uh, things we brought up. We started with Shifra Harufa, then we went to Pesach, then we went to uh, then we then we went to Talmud Torah, then we went to Chinuch. Then we brought in the Hezber, Machshiri Mitzvah, the idea of Machshiri Mitzvah that if it's a component of a mitzvah, it becomes a chiyuv. And according to that, we explained the mitzvah of Chinuch. That the mitzvah of of, of Chinuch is a chiyuv, mitzvah on the father, but nevertheless, it's the, the child is considered a mechuyav because he is a component of the mitzvah. Not only a component of the mitzvah, but he's actually replicating the actual mitzvah that has to be done, doing the mitzvah itself. From there, we, went, we, we, we used that to explain an example of a deiraisa, that the, chiyuv, the woman has a chiyuv in Shalmi Simcha, in Aliyah Leregel, because, uh, and so that her husband could be Mekayim, the mitzvah, to be Mesameach, his wife. And then we took that back to mitzvah's Talmud Torah on the child, that there's a chiyuv be'etzem for the child to learn Torah. And therefore, the chiyuv remains on the child if the father doesn't do his job. And now we're going back to Karpen Pesach. The Rambam had said that if you shechted for the, for the cotton in the first Pesach, he is Yoitzah. 
And the Rikurkus explained that since the Teda was Marbe, the Teda included the child that he could be a member of the Chabura of the group. Therefore, that means that he becomes Potter from, from, the, from, the, carbon, from the second carbon, uh, a carbon of Pesach Sheni. And we asked the question, how is it possible? How could you say that a cotton is a Bar Chiyuvo Bar Pitura? But now we'll understand it. But before we understand it, we have to take one more detour to bring in a Ragachavar. The Ragachavar is going to talk about the fact that there's two ways for a child to be part of a carbon Pesach. One way is the father says, I'm including my whole family. I'm a member of this Chabura for my whole family. And another one would be to say, I'm a member of the Chabura, the father, and also my son, uh, he's also a member of the Chabura. That he's, a, he's an independent member, not as my family member. There's two different ways. And the Rav is going to say that the only time he becomes, uh, he becomes Potter is if he was there as an independent member of the Chabura, not as part of his father's family. The fact that the Rambam says that if they shechted for him in the first Pesach, he's potter, only if the father counted this, the, 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 the child as one of the members of the group. Only then is he potter from the second carbon Pesach. From the carbon Pesach Sheni. But if the, the child was included as a member of the father's family, even if you say that this is Midday Raisa, he's a Dan Chayiv Vesheni, he's still Chayiv in the second in Pesach Sheni. But when Tosfos HaKotten can ask him, it's their father says, Batl Tzumaf, who need fellas a Mitzvah from the Yatsmin. The fact that the child can eat from the current Pesach because he's part of his father's family is, means that he's part of his father, he's not his, he's not his own entity. The Rebbe is the cotton also mentioned from the Yatsman that he gave him carbon Pesach, and then the child was not part of carbon Pesach as his own person. Therefore, he's not Potter. But if the father counted him as a, as a separate person, a separate member of the group, then he was included in the carbon Pesach. Then Muldafki is a Potter Besheni, and then is he, is he Potter from Pesach Sheni? So, and now that we understand this, and by the way, the Rebbe in the order says, but technically, you can understand this following paragraph even without the Ragachavar, but it makes it more gishmak when, when you realize that the child is being seen in the first carbon as his own person. He's part of a group, but he's also his own person. Since the Torah made it possible that a cotton could be an, an, an independent member of the group, so that means that the Torah, the mitzvah that the, father, that the Torah gave the father to Shech the Karbin, the Torah is telling you that your son, your child, could be part of this, not just as your child, but as an independent person. He now becomes a component of the mitzvah. And therefore the Chiyub is on him as well. And he could fulfill his obligation that way. Just like we said with regards to, to Talmud Torah, that the Chiyiv is on the father to teach the child, but since the child is, has to learn, therefore the Chiyiv is on the child as well, so too with regards to the Karben Pesach. Since the Torah said that this child could be an independent member of the group, so the Chiyiv is not just on the father, the Chiyiv is on the father and on the son as a, a component of the father's mitzvah. And therefore, if he does it that way, by Pesach Nishim, he fulfills his mitzvah. So now, it's all falling into place. 
the, the, the underlying message, the underlying chiddush here is the concept of machshire mitzvah. The concept is when something is a component of a mitzvah, it becomes part of the mitzvah and all the way to the point that it actually places a chiyuv on the person. The child has a chiyuv in Talmud Torah. The woman has a chiyuv in, in, in Shalmei Simcha so that her husband can be misameach her. And the child has a chiyuv in Karben Pesach so enough that he could be yotze his mitzvah because the Torah included him as a mitzvah b'fni Now let's go back to Shifcha Harufa. And this is actually very fascinating. The way the Rebbe learns this, the din of Shifcha Harufa and the way the Rebbe learns the Rambam because there's a seemingly an extra line in the Rambam that seems superfluous. But according to this pshat in the Rambam, that line, the last line of the halacha, makes a whole, it's a whole new way to understand it, and it makes sense that the Rambam put it in there. So let's learn, uh, let's learn Sif Ches. Similarly, it's not exactly the same thing, but similarly, we could say with regards to Shifcha Harufa that if it's a child over the age of nine that has relations with a Shifcha Harufa, so he, she gets Malkis and he brings a carbon. Since it is his part, his part in the relations that creates a of Malkus on the woman, as is a Puula was bring the Chi of Malkus, but comes a Puula, Eich a take of Menatera by Nagela Pale, or maybe Carbon at a Fabanakapor. Because it is his action that causes the woman to be Mechoyub Malkus, this means that his action has the validity of Taylor. And therefore, it has enough validity to make him obligated in the Carbon to have a Kapor. What, let's understand this a little better. And why is this only by Shifra Harufa? By any arayas, by any case of an uh, illicit relationship, there's, there, there's a male, there's a female. And even if, and, and, and if the female becomes obligated in doing something wrong, it's because the, female, the male was there with her. So why only by Shifra Harufa are we saying this idea? They're tam in them. In the mechilik, Shifra Harufa, and arayas, with the cotton is part of the gamri. Why, what is the reason, especially, why by Shifcha Harufa and not by any other Arayas? Yishlemar. Mitzad der Anderskeit bechlal von Isu Shifcha Harufa and not by other Isuri Arayas. Because we find in the Torah that Shifcha Harufa is unique, different than any other illicit relationships. Bloshna Ramam, the Ramam says, Bia Shifcha Zum Shunu Mekal Bia Sasuri Shabbatera, the relations with this Shifcha Shifcha Harufa is different than all the other forbidden relations in the Torah. Sharahi Leike, because she gets Malkus. She never bikaitis tia. As we say bikaitis tia, the Gemara brings over there that the word bikaitis also means bikriya, to call out, which is something that was done by Malkus, but someone would call out one, two, and so on and so, on and so forth. So bikaitis, besides meaning investigation, also means, also the Gemara learns that it means Malkus. He's obligated in the carbon asham. Whether he is a shegig or a mezid, he brings an asham. But when them washing his mashma, a dust was the edish as andish is a raya as the etzem iser bias shivcha zumishuna. Because the punishment is different in all other cases, we don't have this concept that she brings, she gets malchus, and he brings a carbon. It's the only. It's the only. Uh, uh, forbidden relationship that that this is that, that this is how it works, and the way that Amram writes this: Be a shivchazum mishuna shaharei like 
it tells us that the fact that the punishment is different is because the whole act, the whole concept is different. He's going to explain in a moment. So hold on. And Ramam says that if there was many times that they engaged in this in this uh, illicit uh, in this illicit, in this illicit act, so whether it was a, a deliberate or it was a shoygig, it was inadvertent. He always only brings one asham, but she is going to be chay of malchus on every time they did the act. By her, it's a love. She, she, she transgressed the prohibition. And therefore, for each time she does it, she has to get a punishment. By him, it's something else. He's not being punished for the, for the, for the act, that, for, for what he did wrong. He's being punished because, or, or, or he needs a kapara, because he partook or he helped. He was a component in someone else's wrongdoing. V.S. Lehmar. This is how we could understand what the Magid Mishnah is saying. Not only are we understanding the Rambam, but we're going to understand how the Magid Mishnah explains the Rambam. The Magid Mishnah said that the Rambam holds that everything is dependent on the state of the woman. Now, the Gemara is Zakhtin. Here the Rebbe quotes the whole Gemara. If the woman gets Malchus, then the man brings the carpet. If the woman is not getting Malchus, then the man does not have to bring a carpet. Manal, and how do we know this? The Pasuk says like this. A man that will lie with a woman, and she is a Shifcha, she's designated to a man, she hasn't been fully redeemed yet, she hasn't been given her freedom. Michri, let us see. The Pasik started talking to the man. So let it go continue. What's his, what's his consequence? He has to bring an Asham. And then let's then the Pasik should write that she should get Malchus. Why is it that first the Pasik, despite the fact that we started talking about a man that lied that, that, with a woman? Nevertheless, with the punishment. The consequence, we speak first about hers, that because she gets Malchus. And only then does it say that he brings his Asham. Why does the Ketera change the order? If she receives Malchus, then and only then does he bring his Asham to Hashem. But if there's no Malchus, then he doesn't bring his Asham. Asham. Let in the Rambam, and this is not not a simen. It's not just a sign how to know when he brings the, an indication, how to know if she brings Malchus, then he brings, then he, then he brings a carbon. Rather, there's a reason here. And it's a very important paragraph. The Rebbe is saying over here that according to the Rambam, it's all about her. Which means to say that the, the, what's the Pasuk? So he lied with her. 
He is the reason why she's bringing Malkis, why she's receiving Malkis, and therefore behaviors Hashem Hashem. He has to bring an Asham because of what he contributed to her Malkis, to her Iser. She's the one who did the laugh. But nevertheless, he caused it. And because he caused it, therefore behaviors Hashem Hashem, he brings the carbon Asham. And therefore, here by Shifra unlike any other illicit relationships, the cotton is involved. By other illicit relationships, the obligation, the prohibition, and therefore the liability lies on the male and on the female individually. On the cotton, you can't say that he's obligated for what he did wrong. And I feel it can't the You can't even obligate him in an atonement. He's a child. Nor can you drag him uh, under the obligation of the other. Because what he did was a separate and independent prohibition to what she did. The chiyuv asham af an ish is nor val zayn maise is the siba af the chiyuv aisha. But the shifcha charufa, as the Rambam said, this is mishunim ikol yisurin shabatera. Shifcha charufa is different. In this case, he's not bringing a carbon chatos. Uh, he's bringing an asham, and the asham is bringing because he led to the fact that the woman should be chayiv malkis. When, when the, the cotton is needed, is a necessary component in the obligation of the other, we do place the obligation on the child, like we saw by learning Torah or we saw by Chinuch. Since by, by Shifcha Charufa, as the way that I've explained it here in, in the whole Sifches, that she's only Chayiv because of, of what he did, the fact that we say Akel Toli Bisha is telling us that Shbikaitis Tiyah. And therefore, it's Bikaitis Tiyah. And therefore, baby, therefore, the male party is a necessary component in her chi of Malkis and therefore he has to bring an Asham. So even if he's a cotton, he becomes included in the mitzvah of the of the of the Isha and therefore he becomes Mikhuyev a carbon. In order 66, the Rebbe brings out a point that, that, that was actually very fascinating. The Rebbe says that in the end of the Rambam, the Rambam says, we had it in the, right in the beginning of the Sikha, where the Rambam said that, uh, The man is not mechuy of a carbon unless she's mechuy of Malkus. The Rambam already said this in, the, in, in an earlier halacha, because this, 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 is, this applies to a gadol too, even an adult, it's the same thing. The adult is only chay of a carbon, but she's chay of Malkus. So the question is, why does the Rambam repeat this line over here with regards to the cotton? It, it doesn't seem to, to fit. The Rambam said that okay, he like who may be carbon. We already know that that, that that it only happens if she's being if, if she's bringing Malchus, if she's receiving Malchus. So why does the Rambam repeat this line again? 
Says the Rebbe, I'm just going to read, read the, uh, uh, the second half of Artist 66. Towards the end where it says, Elisha B'zemavur. Elisha B'zemavur atam, shagam ben tashanu v'yemechat shabal shifcharu v'hileke v'mevi karbon. But this explains the reason why the nine-year-old is mechoi v'karbon. Kivon shekol gedr chiyav karbon da'ish b'shifcharu v'mitzad chenasa kan maitza shichayav esmalkis alzeh. Because since the whole chiyav of the karbon on the person, b'zman sha'isha mevi karbon. When she's Chayv Malkus, only then is he Chayv a carbon. Why? Like we said before, because he's the one who caused the Malkus. Therefore, he becomes part of her Chiyov, and therefore he can bring a carbon even as a cotton. So now this line makes perfect sense in the Halacha about the cotton. Because the Dhamma wants to explain to us, how could you be Chayv a cotton? Because he's nigrar, because he's included in the chiyuv of the isha, because he is part of the chiyuv. Siftes from kol anal is eich da ayra in gedel erech from chinuch of Rabbi Talmud From all this, we understand how important it is the importance of educating children, especially learning Torah. Was chinuch at the shaykes michel to the man from Yemei Sfirah Seimer was sufficient Pesach. It's very connected to the time of Sfirah Seimer, which is the time that connects Pesach and Shavuot. Pesach, we see in a very uh, in a way that stands out the emphasis on educating children on mitzvahs. In addition to what we said in the Sikha, at length, that one of the primary mitzvahs of Pesach, the mitzvah of Karban Pesach, we include a child, that a child can be part of the group. Is the Seder from Pesach, the whole Seder and the whole Agadah is all connected on the idea of talking to the children, telling the children the story. And in a more general sense, the exodus out of Mitzrayim is compared to the birth of a child. Which right after birth begins the education as a foundation for the rest of his life. So we see Pesach is connected to Chinuch. So to Shavuos, when is the beginning, when the Abister, our father in heaven, started learning Torah with us, our his children, Im Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, upon whom it is said that we are the Abister's children. Similarly with a father and son, a parent and child down below. Even though when it comes to regular mitzvahs, it's only a chi of midrabanon. When it comes to learning Torah, there's a mitzvah for the father to teach his child. So we see that when it comes to Shavuos, which is time the Abisha gave us the Torah, that's when our Chiyuv is emphasized that we have to teach our children Torah. In addition to that, the whole giving of the Torah was in the merit of education. Only through the fact that our children will be our guarantors. So... This was sort of a, a, a parenthetical, that now is a very important time to speak about Chinuch. Coming from Pesach and going to Shavuos is a very, very important time to speak about Chinuch. But from this whole Sicha, we see that the, the involvement of the cotton, it, it, this reminds us of the major emphasis and the value of education. When you give a child an, a mitzvah, an education in mitzvahs, the child is able to become an independent entity. And this gives the child 
his own personal connection to the mitzvah. As we said that in certain things, a cotton is considered a mechoyiv. And even more than that when it comes to learning tayram. every scholar to teach his students, even if they're not his own biological children. As it says, you should teach to your children. And this, I say, tell us, means your students. We turn the, when we, by learning with the child, you make him, you transform him into a new entity. You give him a relationship with Teda. Chazal tell us that if you teach another child, another person's child, it's as if you gave birth to them. You, you, you're bringing them, you're giving them a new existence. understood the importance of the obligation and the importance of the effort that, that, that lies on each and every individual to get involved with educating children in these days which is the days that we're gearing up to vacation days every Jewish child a boy or a girl should be in an environment of Teda and Yerushalayim for the months of the summer if possible to be it's even better if it's for 24 hours a day, the Rabbi here is obviously referring to uh, overnight camps. Which this is the good preparation to increase their education, both of boys and girls, in the year that follows the summer. So now we have to do everything we can to educate the children. And uh, the Abishar should help each and every person to be able to be successful and be mechanic their children. The Abishar should give us nachas, all of us. From our children and those who don't have children yet, they should bench them with children. Zara Chayev Kiyama. Should be only good things when it comes to our kids.